Greetings, listeners. You have found the horror returns. For all of you who delight in dread, fantasize about fear, and glorify gore, welcome home. This is the podcast that proves that the horror never ends. Each episode, we seek out and review a brand new horror movie or book. Then we go back and find a classic work with similar themes. We're looking at both similarities and differences. Our goal is to explore how our perceptions of fear remain the same from generation to generation, but also to point out how the presentation can change based on the social and political climate of the times. Although we always do our best to avoid spoiling the new release, sometimes it may be necessary to talk about certain details in the course of our conversation. We generally assume you guys have already seen the classic film, so there will often be spoilers when we're discussing anything that has been out for at least one year. The other thing we may do from time to time is use a few four-letter words. This is a horror podcast, and horror movies tend to be R-rated, so you guys can pretty much expect us to be, too. I'm Lance, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Brian and Philip. What up? So uh, we'll start out with a discussion uh, of some of the highlights of what we've checked out this week. Uh, Philip, you uh, seen anything anything that really uh, stood out for you? <laughs> Uh, Dory. <laughs> I saw that one. I got kids, man. What do you want me to do? Hey, and it was actually a really good mu- movie. You know, I uh, I think it was better than Finding Nemo. Really? Yeah. No, I was re- I, I was really impressed. Uh, Brian, you've got a you've got a pretty young daughter, right? Yeah. You uh, uh, check check this one out yet? Not yet. We're planning on probably tomorrow. Oh, it's good, dude. You'll like it. I heard it pretty much was the same movie as the first one. Yeah, I mean, I guess it kind of is, but it's it was I had some uh, some welling up stuff going on a couple of spots. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> got, got a little emotional, huh? Yeah, well, that's a good good Pixar movie. We'll always do that. Hey, it was it was worth it. It was worth watching. Not exactly horror, but what are you gonna do? Anything else? Um. Man, not that I can think of right offhand. But I may bring it up later, because that happens. Well, i gotta, I got to ask both of you guys something. We were talking about a uh, penultimate uh, episode of a certain show last week. Oh, yeah. Did you guys, you guys catch the finale? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty kick-ass. Game of Thrones, man. Can't go wrong with that. few things I didn't see coming in that one. Yeah. I didn't think it was as epic as the uh, as the the, the, the battle week of the before. bastards. Yeah, I thought that was probably one of the best hours in TV history. But uh, man, there were a lot of uh, a lot of stuff happened, you know, and uh, and, and I thought it was well worth it to be a finale. And I'm Ep- I'm super excited about what's what's coming up. Way to Definitely. go, Jon Snow, man! That guy's gonna have some special powers. Yeah, it was a quite a quite a few deaths there. I wasn't expecting. Yeah, a whole a whole lot of deaths in one in one scene. They took it. They took out a lot of a lot of problems at once, didn't they? The Lannisters took out a lot of problems at once, didn't they? Yeah, I definitely wasn't expecting the. Uh, what, what's the king's name? Uh, Cersei's oh, son. Tom? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, he jumped didn't out the window. Coming, he was huh? like, yeah. oh, "Fuck this! I'm done." Yeah, I didn't either, but that guy was weak, man. You knew he wasn't going to be king for a whole lot longer. Well, it, yeah. was, it was prophesied, remember? Yeah, well, now Cersei's there. Right. And yeah, uh, do, you, do you feel that's why, because yeah. I kind of felt like she was kind of cold towards him being dead. Like, she 
didn't really feel anything toward her. You think that's because she felt he was weak? I think that she's pissed off about it. I think that because I mean she's she sent. Uh, the mountain up there to uh, protect him. Keep yeah, to, him there. to stop yeah, to him, him from going from, uh... to this stupid religious fanatic thing. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm really disappointed that uh, the queen died. Oh yeah, she's hot. Yeah, she was awesome, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah, I always and like she's always smart. Like looking at her. Yeah, she's actually a marathon runner. Did you guys? Is know she that? really? Yeah, she's she is. just super cool, man. She's super hot. Yeah. She's super cool. But anyway. Aside from that, though, like, yeah, I, I, I think that she actually, her kids mean a whole lot to her. Family obviously means a little more to her than it probably should. But, right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that she was, she's, she looks cold because she's pissed off. And I mm-hmm. think that any emotion that she had about anything is gone now. And she's about to rain hell down upon a lot of people. Yeah, I think, uh, I think a lot of people were really underestimating her. Yeah. Now they've got uh did you catch who uh Jon Snow's father is? In the flashback? Yeah. Uh did you catch that, Brian? No, I kinda missed that one. Okay, they didn't come right out and say it. Uh but is Ned Stark's sister's son. So not Ned Stark's bastard. Yeah, I got that part. His I didn't sister I didn't... ran off with a Targaryen. So uh hmm. Uh, Daenerys' older brother. Right. So not only is Jon Snow a Stark, but he's also a Targaryen. Which a lot of people had pretty much figured that one out, what, a season or two back? Yeah, so, uh, well, and I had heard that fan theory before, and it actually sounded like it made sense. Made sense, sure. Yeah, and and now they confirmed it, and uh, man, he's... Yeah. That guy's about to... Like him and Daenerys, I don't know who's who's more powerful at this point, but they are the two uh, lead people. And I heard this next season is supposed to be the last season. I heard a little bit different. I heard that uh, it was going to be like two two more seasons, but, is it two but more? they were going to be shortened. Oh, yeah. maybe. Well, I heard that, thir- that's the most recent rumor I've heard. Episodes. Sure. Thirteen so, more episodes yeah, total. Thirteen more episodes total. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, that's what I heard. But I heard it was going to be split into two seasons. Oh, maybe it will. But the but they said the episodes are going to be a little bit longer than usual. Oh, that'd be nice. I'll watch. So that. they're they're kind of going the Sons of Anarchy round, huh? Pretty much. Well, yeah, because an hour in Game of Thrones world, I mean, no there's kidding. so many characters that you can only get so much junk shoved into one hour. And that's why I think a lot of them end up being slow is because there's so many characters and so many stories. So do you guys think that uh, the new book will be out before the next season? No. If the dude doesn't die first. <laughs> you I mean, you said shit. that pretty definitively, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I, know, you know something we don't? No, I just... If it hasn't come out by now, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what's what's the hold up. Well, they got until what? When does it come out? Usually March or April or some shit. Yeah, it seems like every year it gets pushed back a little seems bit. Seems like at first it was early March. Ever there's always a whole eight months of TV that I just don't even watch. Well, Brian, uh, did you check anything else out uh, besides that? Um, just catch uh, catching up on some shows. Uh, still watching Preacher. It's starting to get a little slow. Yeah, I started to watch that last episode, and uh, I had people running around all over the place, so I couldn't really pay a whole lot of attention to it, and I kind of just gave up on it and and haven't turned it back on. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna finish out the season, but I, if it continues like this, I don't I don't know if I'm gonna stick stick around for season two. 
Yeah. Oh man, I, I I hate hearing that, man, because I've uh, I've still only seen the first episode. Yeah, because I'll definitely watch it. I mean, I'm I'm still trying to keep up, and uh, I mean, I'm I'm already invested enough into it to watch the whole season. But yeah, you're right. It's 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 starting to get a little slower than I wanted it to be. I want I wanted it to be a lot more kick-ass than it is. Yeah, I agree. Still watching Outcast. Outcast okay. is pretty good. Checked out another show, uh, uh, you and me, uh, Lance. We talked about it off mic, uh, I think, last week. Uh, Dead of Summer? Yep. What do you think? I'm going to give it a couple more episodes. Uh, was... Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like Kanye there for a minute. I, I, I'm a little... Okay, I like... <laughs> but... <laughs> I like the whole... Uh, it's set in the 80s. I like, you know, I like a, a lot of stuff from the 80s. Uh, you get that kind of... Friday the Thirteenth, Camp Crystal Lake vibe from it, but it seems like it it it's a show that should be on MTV for like teenagers. It kind of it kind of comes off like that. Thanks for letting me know, dude. <laughs> I'll, I'll avoid it. <laughs> Gossip girl. I mean, I'm a I'm gonna give it a couple more episodes though. It is it is on the uh, channel previously known as ABC Family. Oh, which was previously know known as Fox Family, which was previously known as the Family Channel. Okay, that explains yeah, it then. That explains Isn't that a where lot all of... those? Uh... Oh no, that was TLC. <laughs> was it? <laughs> well, TLC has like every freaking. There's every single show they had had somebody arrested for some sort of like child molestation charge or some bullshit Ooh, like shit. that. <laughs> like that, there. The Duggars. Remember the whole <laughs> where they had a whole bunch of kids and shit. You didn't hear about that? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I heard about it. I don't want to get too uh, into I'm it glad I, don't, I, didn't. I don't know too much about it, but yeah, some sort of <laughs> child molestation thing, and there's all holy rollers, you know? But yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a couple more episodes. It does have uh, Tony Todd. You guys know Tony Todd? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the Candyman. Yeah, he's in the, he's in the show. Candyman? Yeah. yeah Candyman. So, uh, Tony, Tony Todd has been in... Can. I mean, I, I haven't seen... He's another one of those, like, we were talking about Stormare last week. I don't think I've seen him in anything that I didn't completely... Love watching him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he plays uh, Kern in Star Trek: The Next Generation. Worf's brother. Oh, oh. And kind of a recurring yeah. role. I think he's probably showed up in seven or eight episodes of that in Deep Space Nine. Nice. So yeah, anything he does is great. He was at the um, convention here in Texas that I just barely missed this year. That I really wanted to go to the uh, horror convention that they have in Dallas every year. Oh, uh, it's called Texas Frightmare Weekend. And uh, out of everyone, uh, I was most interested in actually meeting him, but unfortunately, didn't make it this time. You checking anything, Lance? Uh, just the just the Game of Thrones finale, really, <clears throat> and then uh, these movies. I've been reading quite a bit of the uh, the book that we're going to talk about in the next show, but I'll okay. yeah you know, I'll bring that up then. All right. So on that note. As with every show, it's time to take a little trip to the trailer park. We take a look at the big, the small. And sometimes the very, very weird. Uh, Brian, what's our uh, first new trailer to talk about this week? First one we're going to talk about is The Girl with All the Gifts. That looked pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board on this one. I, I'm kind of, it's a new twist on the, on, on the whole zombie outbreak type movie. Yeah, what was it, uh, Philip, that you said? You said it looked like if, if there really were a realistic zombie outbreak, it'd probably look a lot more like that. Well, yeah, because I feel like if, uh, like, realistically, if there was going to be a zombie outbreak for all the uh, preppers out there, um, it would probably be a military experiment gone wrong, and that's sort of what this looks like. I'm down with it. I mean, I, it's hard to tell from the preview, you know, but uh, but it looks interesting. It's something different, you know? 
definitely. I, it just the the whole thing with the kids uh, in the beginning of the trailer where they're all in the chairs strapped in. Right. I didn't know what to expect, man. Yeah. Yeah. It just kind. Of, I didn't. I've never heard of this movie. Um, I'd seen the trailer on YouTube, and I, I just hit play, and I, I didn't know this was uh, that type of movie. Cool. Kids in a horror so, movie, always creepy. So uh, I think uh, definitely checking this one out. This one uh, supposed to be out September twenty third, like in the theaters, because it doesn't look like a widespread release kind of thing. It didn't really say if it was going to be a limited release or a wide. Because right? it's like a, a British movie or something, huh? Yeah. Well, I'll watch it. Make, makes you wonder if uh, Killian Murphy's going to show up at some point, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Have a some kind of a crossover. Yeah. Did you guys get a, a 28 Days Later kind of vibe from this movie? Yeah, a little. Yeah, that makes sense. If I was going to compare it to something, it would mm-hmm. be that, but with kids. Right. Like how 28 Days Later started. You think it's in that same universe, Brian? Uh, no, it just it just came, it just gave me that kind of vibe. Okay. You're, are, you, are you sure it's not? I mean, do you know anything about... Uh... You know who the filmmakers are. If it, I, I think I did see actually somewhere that it is based on a book or a novel of some sort. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so because they're they're supposedly still working on the third um, movie in that franchise. So I don't I don't think this is in the same universe. Let me right. guess, twenty eight years later. <laughs> I, who knows? Hey, it might be. <laughs> it would, it, it would actually that. make sense. You yeah. Know? No, I, I, yeah. I like that. And uh, going ahead and moving on to our next one is uh, a new show on HBO, uh, Westworld. Oh, man, I can't wait for this one. Yeah, that one looks kind of cool. Oh, man, I have not been this excited for a uh, TV show from just watching a trailer in wait, wait. That's the one a with, long uh, time. Winona Ryder, right? No, you're thinking of Stranger Things, oh, the, uh, the Netflix series. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. this uh, Anthony Hopkins. Oh, right. Okay, man. <laughs> Along with many other people that yeah, I'm yeah. sure you've noticed from that one quite actually, a few other films. That one actually does look really good from the trailer. We watched yeah. a bunch of them in a row, so I get confused. Yeah, that looked, that looked <laughs> really, really amazing. Uh, Brian, are you familiar with the original film? I've seen it once. It's been a while. Yeah, Ewell Brenner, I guess, was the, uh, the main uh, android cowboy that kind of went crazy and started hunting everybody down. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh <laughs> looks like a like Wild West but science fiction. Yeah, isn't the whole premise that it's kind of like a th- like kind of a theme park or something? Oh. The whole West thing? I... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. It's kind of like um, I guess comparable to Disney World, but it's sort of like in the in the quote unquote not too distant future. Really? They didn't really mention that in the in the preview. That's cool. Well, I have the I I I'm lucky enough to be old enough to remember the, the original oh, film. Oh, I got well. you. See, yeah, I didn't even know it was the original film. I, yeah, I've never seen it. The, yeah, the basic premise is that it's kind of like a combination between the holodeck and like a Disney World okay. theme, where you have the animatronics. But they're, you know, as you can tell from the uh, the trailer, they they seem to be becoming self aware. Animatronics yeah. gone wrong is a classic uh, thing. Definitely, man. I was at Chuck E. Cheese today, and my son is scared to death of that dude. Well, you could you could speak to that, man. So, since you were at Chuck E. Cheese today, Philip, yeah. we want to hear what your impressions of this Westworld trailer are. are you, is it something you're going to watch? Yeah, I mean, I didn't realize that's what it was. They don't they don't really explain it in the preview or in the uh, trailer. But yeah, it looked it looked very interesting. And HBO's coming out with some really amazing stuff lately, so I'll totally watch it. 
They're actually originally based on a novel by uh, Michael Crichton. You guys familiar with him? Oh, a little bit. Jurassic yeah. Park. Yes. Congo. Congo. Yeah. Yep, that's right. Michael Crichton. The Terminal a lot Man. Of stuff. The Great Train Robbery. Yeah, I'll, I'll totally watch that. <laughs> Yeah, and J.J. Uh, Abrams involved in the show, too. Yeah, I saw that. So, so yeah, I can't go wrong with him. Yeah, Abrams' involvement uh, can't be a bad thing ever, you know? Yeah, I agree. Uh, but I, I did notice that this guy, uh, Ben Barnes, looked like he was like ma- one of the main characters. He looked really familiar. Uh, Brian, do you know anything about him or other things he's been in? No, not really. Yeah, it looks like he's been in... Um, a lot of uh, children's movies uh, are oh. young adult, but he was in the Chronicles of Narnia films as Prince Caspian. No, I've never watched those movies. Uh, he was Dorian Gray in a in an adaptation of that. I, I'm assuming he's a uh, I'm assuming he's a British yeah it sounds actor. Like it. it says that his uh, mother is from South Africa and is of Jewish heritage. His father is English. Well, that's a a weird white mix there. <laughs> he de- he definitely uh, stuck out as someone I re- I remembered seeing him in a couple of good couple of good roles before. Oh, and this is the one with Cyclops. Cyclops. Uh, yeah, that's right, James Marsden. You pointed yeah, that out yeah. when we were watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's kind of hit or miss for me, but um, I didn't recognize the the main cowboy. They call him the Man in Black here. It looks like it was mm-hmm. actually uh, Ed Harris. Did you guys notice that? Yes. Ed Harris. So it sounds like a great cast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one should be out in October. Big for uh, I'm HBO. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that's right when the uh, the regular Walking Dead will be starting up again, huh? Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So I'm always about that. October's my favorite time of year, yeah. guys. What about y'all? Well, Halloween. Uh, definitely. Halloween's my favorite holiday. So let's see. You got Renaissance Festival. You got Halloween. You got all the kick-ass shows that are getting started. Well, Renaissance Festival was exclusive to Houston because it's different times of year around different parts of the country. But, ah, okay, but that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> and moving on to our final trailer is Range 15. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm really excited about this movie, man. I've, I've heard amazing things. It's, uh, it's a movie... Made by veterans for veterans, and so it's got a lot of uh, a lot of military jargon and stuff like that, and comedy that I think vets are going to get a whole lot of. And uh, I, man, I'm really stoked about this one. I, I really, really want to see it. I hate that it's limited release right now because I would go to the theater and watch this in a heartbeat. Hey, Philip, what's your uh, tell tell us all about your background a little bit? How you can relate to that, man? What what uh, what uh, did you serve in and what was your background in the military? Oh, I'm uh, well. I, I'm not gonna say I'm a hard charging dude or anything, but yeah, I was. I'm an army vet. I uh, I was uh, refilling helicopters in uh, Afghanistan and Pakistan when that big earthquake happened in Pakistan, and they had all that uh, all that damage and stuff. We went over there and did uh, some humanitarian missions and and uh, and flew all that, and then spent the uh, the rest of the year in Afghanistan. So it it kind of hits close to home with me and. Uh, a lot of like, I have two brother-in-laws that uh, you know were in Af- uh, were in Iraq and uh, Korea. I'm I'm excited about it. You know, it's close to home. What do you think, Brian? Oh, I'm I'm all in on this movie. This movie looks like it it could get real crazy. Yeah, and well, 
And uh, Marcus, uh, I hate myself for not remembering his last name. Well, let me put it to you this way. For me, guys, you had me at Keith David. Oh, yep. And then when I saw the Shad in there, too. Oh, don't forget uh, Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo, can't go wrong with that. I didn't even even notice him until you pointed that out, man. Marcus Trell, that's his name. Uh, the guy from uh, Lone Survivor. He is like the the actual you mean, you guy. You mean the actor that was in the movie? No, no, no. The, well, the actor that was in the movie was Mark Wahlberg. The okay. actual guy is Marcus Luttrell. He lives uh, not not far from here. Really? And uh, he is is in the movie. And it, I mean, he gets killed off in the preview. So, <laughs> so I guess I'm not giving too much away. But <laughs> but it looks awesome. And, and there is. Is so super cool. I've heard a thousand interviews with him, and he's super down to earth, and he's he's an awesome guy. There is uh, quite a few MMA fighters in this movie too. Yeah, I no saw shit. That. Randy Couture and and Matt uh, Brendan Schaub and and a few uh, other people. Uh, Tim Kennedy. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm all in on this movie. Yeah, um, I, I want to see it as soon as possible. So the, the second I get my hands on a copy, I'm watching it. So, guys, it sounds like the only question remaining here is which show do we fit this one into? Hmm. Plus, I already looked at a. Uh, is it on iTunes? That's my first question. Well, I look. I, I doubt it. I probably. I already looked at a Rotten Tomatoes score right. of it, and it's like a 95. percent Oh come on, 95. Yeah. Oh, and from Philip. a from a from a spoof zombie movie, which is kind of what it looks like, like horror comedy. That's insane. You don't get that. From okay, you know? you're, you're making this up. <laughs> 95%. Are you uh, serious? Now, that's just from my random recall, but it's probably more than that. Wow, dude. I'll tell you what. For a, for a movie of this type, if it's at like 95%, that's probably unheard of. I, I would imagine that would be unprecedented. Yeah, I imagine it's it's probably going to be up for some awards at the end of the, at the end of the year. Man, I'll tell you what, I know I was watching it. It just looked like a hell of a lot of fun. Um, you know, if if it, if it really was that high on Rotten uh, Tomatoes, Philip, um, man, I'd, I'd be interested to know about that. We're looking it up right now. Um, what do you what do you think, man? Where's it at? Oh, there it is. Oh, bam, 96%. 96%. Wow. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, we, we, we definitely got to review this one. Oh, Wow. All right, so we're chalking this one up. I'm going to see if it's available on any, anything that I have access to, which uh, in my case is primarily iTunes for the most part. <laughs> totally inappropriate and will make a college campus melt looking for a good enough safe p- space. Uh, if you're sick of military humor, it is great. <laughs> or if you, if you like sick military humor, it's great. Well, if, I, you, if you're a vegan feminist battling the misogynistic rape culture of places like the University of California, Berkeley, stick to your Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all, all sold right. on this movie. <laughs> I like it. Unbelievable. Politically man. incorrect at its greatest. All right, cool. All right, well, sounds like we gotta fit this one in, guys. One of the one of the next couple of weeks here. Uh, and that is all the trailers we have for this week. Okay, the first thing we are going to talk about is uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead Season 2 is currently filming. All right, <gasps> looking forward to it. I can't believe I haven't yeah. seen it yet. Oh, you haven't seen it? At all, man. I haven't oh. seen it at all, and I love the Evil Dead series. I love Ash. Oh, you will def- I think you will definitely love uh, yeah. this show. I have to watch it. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. One of, one of my favorite parts of it was uh, Lucy Lawless. Does she come back this year? What? Yeah, she's coming back. 
And is there any anyone new coming up or any anything like that? Uh, it hasn't really said. Uh, other than it, it just started, they just started filming, and right. supposed to be season two is supposed to debut uh, sometime this fall. Cool. Well, he he was in Zeno, right? I think he had like uh, a, a yeah, like a little right. recurring Look, character. He was the jack of all trades in Zeno yes. and Hercules. I used to love those, man. <laughs> <laughs> they're cheesy, but they're awesome. But yeah, it's it's a great show. It's it's more um, more of the comedic part of the Evil Dead series, right? But they do kind of not mention uh, Army of Darkness, and I think it has something to do with like some legal issues. Oh, uh, well, that sucks. Cause, well, yeah, because I think I, ne- I never really noticed it though. I mean, it didn't cause me to dislike yeah. the show or anything. And Army of Darkness was a little more campy and, and comedy than uh, than the first two, I think. Yeah, I think it it had to do with uh, I think another studio was involved in that one. So okay, makes sense. So I don't think they'll probably ever mention Army of Darkness. Right. Whatever, man. That dude is awesome. I will watch Ash in anything. Yeah, it's yes. great. And that's his official name. I don't even know what his real name is. Bruce I mean, I, Campbell. Yeah, there you go. I knew <laughs> if I heard it, but his name is Ash to me. Yeah, and, okay. uh, Brian, what do you think about the thirty minute format? That made it real easy to get through them, didn't it? Yes, definitely. That's cool. So anybody who wants to check out the show, it, the, you can just go through the whole season real quick. Is it on uh, Netflix or? Uh, not not yet. I don't think. What what uh what channel is it on? I believe it's uh, Showtime. Oh okay. No, I think it's actually Stars. Is it Star? Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm sure, stars. I'm pretty sure it's a Stars original. Whatever. You're, find it. You're on. right. It's it's Stars. So uh, definitely check that one out. Yeah, cool. Okay, our next news item is Pacific Rim 2 uh, has a release date for February 23rd, 2018. Well, I'm one one of the few who liked the first one. What about you guys? Oh, I love the first one. Man, I don't think that it was good enough for a a sequel. Like, I, I enjoyed it. It was worth watching, but it's another one of those that you know it was fun to watch but i didn't expect it to be you know have another one <laughs> you didn't think it was that good huh? no i didn't think it was that good i don't think it made as much money as they were expecting either right no, i doubt that it did it wasn't it wasn't as big as i think i mean i understand it did really really well overseas but the u.s box office was disappointing yeah they're uh putting a lot more into this one because uh, uh we had talked about before uh john boyega was involved was right. cast as lead now yep. They're going after uh, Scott Eastwood now. Oh wow, he's pretty big right now. Yeah, but I'm I'm not hearing anything about Charlie Hunnam being in this movie. It's probably just as well. Yeah. Well, you know, it had that whole big uh, like Gundam type of Japanese animation oh, yeah, sort of sure. deal, you know. So I imagine it's probably a lot bigger elsewhere than it is here. You know, I mean, there's they've got their fan base in this area, but I'm sure it's not as big as they would like it to be. Yeah, the only thing that kind of worries me is uh, Guillermo del Toro's not directing this one. Oh, I didn't even realize. Oh, I guess he was directing that last one. That's that's why Charlie Hunnam didn't do uh, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because he was already committed to this movie. So, um, yeah, that's got me a little bothered right there. Because yeah, I really, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you one thing: Hunnam not being in Fifty Shades of Grey had my wife pretty bothered. Had her pissed off, and, as a matter of fact. <laughs> you know what? My my wife really liked him until she heard him speak his actual uh, what accent that that 
she was she was over him. Immediately. She didn't like his British accent. Uh, she no, like she liked the Jack's uh, bad boy accent. Huh? She's one of the three. <laughs> she, thought I, she thought I was lying right. when I when she, when I said he was British. And uh, what was it? The final season of uh, Sons, right? When they were doing like the the after show. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he was on there, and he started talking, and she was just kind of like, "What the fuck is going on?" I was, like, <laughs> I was like, "No, that's that's his real voice. That's what he sounds like." And Who is this freaks her out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't I don't mind him not being in the movie. Right. Uh, so. I like the dude, but yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I, so is uh, I, I wasn't that dedicated to the first one, so I'll, I'll watch the second one. We'll see who's in it. Is uh, is it is it, uh, Idris Elba in this one? You know, I'm I'm hearing that John Boyega is supposed to be his son. Oh so boy! I don't know if we yeah, get yeah. like, I don't know if we get flashbacks or something. Okay, like in the but I ha- day, right? Yeah, I, I haven't <laughs> have heard. Okay. I haven't heard about him being casted in the movie though. Gotcha. So. So this is like the next generation, yeah, type storyline, huh? Uh, when 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 you can't bring any of the actors back for what you what you can afford to pay them, you always go the the next generation story route. Well, but it's not like it was big enough the first time to uh to really tank it this time if it doesn't do that. You know what I mean? Like right. I feel like an Independence Day when you know Will Smith doesn't sign up for this one, I'm like ah, yeah. <laughs> that's about enough of that. I mean, the dude's still alive and he's definitely able to be in the movie. So if he's not there, I'm not super stoked about it. But in this one, it wasn't big enough the first time. I think that they can do a better job on the second one, and it's very possible. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'll be there. I'll I'll be there on opening day, no doubt. Yeah. Oh yeah. I will too. I love the effects on the first one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm just simple, but you know, giant robots fighting giant monsters. (laughs) You know, I'm I'm there. Hard to go wrong, Godzilla style, man. And our final news item here, um, Lance. Maybe you could uh, shed a little bit of light on this. I'm not too familiar with the book. They've started filming uh, the dark, the Dark Tower. Yes, absolutely. So they're are they starting with the Gunslinger? Or my understanding is they're they're going one book after that. I'm not sure. Um, they've just released pictures online of Matthew McConaughey as the Man in Black, okay. but they've also released pictures of Idris Elba as the Gunslinger. Mm, gotcha. So it's got a good cast already. I have no idea about any of it, but it sounds cool. The, uh, also, uh, Jackie Earl Haley was cast in the movie, too. I uh, didn't like him as Freddy, but I liked him in just about everything else he's been in. Oh, is he the uh, the guy from Watchmen? <laughs> he, okay. he is. He, he is from the Watchmen. Yeah, he's he's a creepy little guy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm I'm not familiar with the book, so... Uh... Yeah, I'm 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 very familiar with the series. It's uh it's actually and, and it's kind of interesting that they decided if they did from the rumor I heard that they're going to skip the first book, which I think makes a lot of sense because the first book was just really surreal and it really was just kind of in I always thought while I was reading it was kind of a one-off. Um it was definitely trippy and it was something that you really uh when you were reading you got into it it had a lot of lot of weird metaphysical stuff in it and um it wasn't really just a straight-on novel. I thought it was kind of almost more like philosophical ramblings and things like that with a central character. Um, but yeah, when you get to the to the next book after that, and then all the way through the end, 
if they're going to do it uh, sequentially, where they do, you know, the each film matches up with a book, it, it should be it should be really good. And they've obviously got a great cast, and these are some guys that can that can be around for years to come to, you know, to fill out all the stories. Kind of like Harry Potter, the film series. If they can keep everyone the same, I think it could be a masterpiece. We're getting this movie uh, pretty quickly. From what I understand, it's supposed to be coming out uh, February 17th. Wow. So, of next year? Yes. And what's it called? The Dark Tower. Dark Tower. So, are they calling it the Drawing of the Three, or are they just calling it the Dark Tower, or do you know yet? Uh, I don't know. I, I haven't heard. And is Ron Howard involved? I heard at one time he was supposed to be involved, but might have dropped out. I'm not sure. Uh, I can check that right now. Well, you guys have got me a little bit excited about it. I've never heard of it before. Yeah, it's a really cool series, man. Never read the books either. I, I don't know. Yeah, I've I've heard of it because I know they've been trying to make this movie for a long time. Sure. But I love Matthew McConaughey. Yes, and Idris Elba. I mean, like the first two names you mentioned, I was like, oh, all right, I'm down. Yeah, uh, Ron Howard's. Uh, he's one of the producers. One okay. of the producers. Okay, it look it looks like the director is a guy named uh, Nicolaj Arcel. I don't think he's an American director, um, but it looks like uh, he might have been the one who had been involved in the uh, original Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Or it looks like he's okay. primarily a writer. And let's see what director credits he has here. You know, I never saw that movie. Wow, a whole lot of stuff that I have never seen. <laughs> this could be interesting. Well, but that... <laughs> That may not be a bad thing. It may I mean, not be a bad thing at all. Get, I'm yeah, thinking the same thing you are. Sometimes you get new guys that are really kick-ass. Not necessarily new, but, you know, I mean, un right? unheard of people. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely what I'm I'm looking forward to. I, I certainly hope that they do the entire uh, book series. I hope I hope they don't just make it, you know, like two or three movies. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely intrigued, especially with this cast. Cool. Well, oh, I, I certainly like what I see here. Catherine Winnick, you guys heard of her? No. This is the uh, main actress from the TV show on the History Channel Vikings. Okay. And she is uh she'll satisfy your <laughs> your longing for uh, Queen Marjorie, man. You're missing out on the hot chick there. Just from looking at the <laughs> picture, she is pretty amazing. <laughs> I'm not even really a big blonde guy, but uh she's very pretty. No, nor am I. <laughs> nor am I, but she yeah, she does something for me, man. Maybe it's just because of her Vikings character. She's so fucking cold-blooded and badass. I haven't seen Vikings. That may have a lot to do with it. Yeah. Oh, you guys are missing out. That's a great show. I've heard. I need to watch it. Not sure if it's totally historically accurate. Well, <laughs> what are you but supposed it's a lot to of fun. do, man? It's not like there's a whole lot of Viking <laughs> records. They're, they, very, they may very well have discovered America, and there's no record of that, you know? Good point. And that is uh, all the news we have this week. Cool. All right. Well, so now it's time for tonight's uh, featured attractions. And we're going to review and discuss all three Purge movies, including the brand new election year. So as always, we'll start out with some uh, trivia. We're going to begin with uh, the Purge election year, which came out uh, this week. The director is James DeMonico. He also wrote the script, not only for this one, but for all three Purge films. He is also known for writing the script for the Kevin Spacey, Samuel L. Jackson film, The Negotiator, hmm. as well as Skinwalkers. Also, the remake of Assault on Precinct 13, okay. and numerous episodes of The Crash, and also the Kill Point TV shows. This movie takes place two years after the events of The Purge Anarchy. 
Edwin Hodge is the only actor to have appeared in all three Purge installments. Carmen Ijogo was asked if she wanted to reprise her role as Eva Sanchez from The Purge Anarchy, which I haven't seen, so you guys are going to have to fill me in on that when we're covering it, uh, but said no because she wanted to move on to other things. Um, so that's uh, the trivia. Um, Brian, I think you've seen this uh, movie most recently of the three of us. What would you think? Um, I This might be my favorite one out of all of them. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm gonna say this. I'm not gonna. We're not. We don't get into spoilers, but this one kind of went into a different direction. It was. It had a little bit more action involved in it. Hmm. Yeah, don't get and too far into the spoilers because I actually didn't get a chance I, I won't, to see I this won't. one yet because it's Saturday That's right. night this and is it the came one, out yesterday. This is so. the one you haven't seen this week, which is fine because we're covering three movies tonight. So we we definitely no, and I want I want to hear about it. You know, and I I. Mm-hmm. I I I really wanted to watch this one. Yeah, I, I it it went into it was more more of a it seemed like more of an action. It got in like into more action more, and uh, I, it didn't bother me at like, all. It, I I enjoyed it. Like more action than uh, the Purge Anarchy. Yes. Okay. Cool. I'll watch that. And um, I really like uh, Frank Grillo. I believe is his name. The the main mm-hmm. guy. He was he was in the second one. Yeah, no, he's in a he's in a TV show right now called Kingdom that I've got to check out. You guys heard anything about that? Uh, the MMA show. The MMA show. Oh, yeah, I don't have a yeah, watch. That it. is supposed to be fucking phenomenal. And I'm an MMA freak, man. I totally yeah. Watch yeah, it. it is. It is on. I believe it's third season right now. Yeah, it's been on for. It's been flying under the radar, man. Somebody yeah. told me about it a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like. Okay, that one's on my docket to watch for sure. Yeah, I've heard it yeah, until recently. Yeah, I'm I'm also a fanatic MMA fanatic, so I I've been trying to catch this show, but uh, I seem to catch it in the mid season, mid third season or second. You know, I, I yeah. well, definitely want to check it out. Any show you watch now, if you don't watch it from like the very beginning, I mean, they've all got storylines. You can't just pick up in the middle, you know. Definitely, but. I don't know. It's kind of. This is really hard not to get into spoilers, but so wait. This this uh the the dude the main character in this one is he the main character from uh, Anarchy? Yes. Okay. Cool. I like that guy a lot. Well, he's... sorta, sorta the main character, right, Brian? Uh, um, he's in majority of the movie. I won't, I won't say right. he's the primary character, but he's a major part of the the third. Well, whatever. Movie. He's mm-hmm. in the movie yeah. and the only yes. one who obviously knew what the fuck he was doing in the second one. Yeah, and they they yeah they elaborate more on because they didn't on the second one they didn't really elaborate about his past. Yeah, okay. I mean you and, can tell some stuff about his past, but yeah, yeah. But they 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 kind of get into that in the third yeah. one. That makes sense. So how did you feel? What did oh, you think ahead. about the uh, what did you think about the messages, Brian? Because obviously there were a lot of political messages in here. Yeah, I. I kind of see what they were, what, where the, I guess the government was, what what they was trying to do in the the anti purge. Right. I don't even know what you call them the the people rising against the purge, trying to sure. stop the purge. Yeah. I, can, I, don't I, they, I, I don't know if they had a name. I I know the the other guys had a, a, a four letter. Uh, what 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 were the guys called that were actually in favor of the purge? Oh, I the don't new know. founding fathers, or what? Yes, there you go. And I'm like I said, I missed the second one, so I didn't catch all that backstory. Was that Malcolm X looking dude from the second one in this one? Uh, 
I don't, that's kind of getting into the spoilers right there. Yeah, oh, okay. We'll, we'll, All right. Well, we, we, don't, we don't need to talk too much <laughs> about that part of it, but um, um, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it, Brian. I'm glad you enjoyed the action aspect of it because um, while I was uh, in the theater watching this movie, I got to tell you, man, I, I kept looking at my watch, man. I, I couldn't wait to get out of there. Really? Truth to tell. Yeah, I mean, I just didn't get it. I mean, I, I understood. I, and and when I give when I, we give our ratings at the end, uh, you'll I'll tell you right now that I'm giving an extra point for effort because I'm going to tell you <laughs> that they they, in my opinion, they tried to say something that to, at least didn't speak to me as much as I think they thought it was going to speak to people, if that makes sense. Um, to me, it was uh, there was an old episode of Star Trek original series called Miri, like way back in the first season, and it the kids were running around going bonk bonk on the head, bonk bonk on the head. Uh, that was my impression of what the filmmakers did with this thing. I mean, I think they just made it way too uh, uh, way too obvious what they were trying to say. I mean, obviously they were completely on the side of gun control. I mean, it it's a very very um, very loosely or very very lightly um it's pretty obvious to me that they're trying to um push I, gun control i see where you're going that with they're that. trying to yeah, basically I, say that anyone who's in authority is i is kind evil of and i kind of feel they have to get into the more of the political side of this series sure, I mean, that for, for it to continue this movie yeah because if they don't it's just going to be the same thing over and over Right. Well, I think even the first two movies had that, and and that's that's some of the stuff that I had to ignore. You know, I mean, if you look too much into it and listen to uh, maybe the messages that they're trying to 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 bring, um, that's some of the stuff that sort of makes me mad. And so, <laughs> and so I try to look at it as just a movie, you know, and mm-hmm. and not listening to any sort of the political messages that they may be trying to to push. And uh, if I did that, they're cool. But yeah, if if I look too much into it, man, it's just it's just gonna irritate me, and it takes away from the movie to me. You you know what bothered me about it, Brian? Huh? They, I, I just think they just made caricatures out of everybody, man. I I don't think it was very cleverly. I think they thought they were writing it a lot more cleverly than I than than they really were. Um, I I think for example the uh, the skinhead guy. <laughs> With all with all the tattoos and the uh, very very thinly veiled Nazi swastika emblems and you know then of course you get into the the founding father group and the you know the kind of clothing they were wearing and the kind of chanting that they were doing and all that yeah I um, found that I found that pretty creepy the, did you the, the, I, I, the, I the rich it was people creepy yeah the they because it was almost the purge is almost like a religion to them right sure where they pray they have their own purge prayer and. Well, I don't know. And they touched on that in the in the first one and the second one, but right. yeah, especially more in the second one where they were Yeah, they, I can I can see they, that how they're kind of building on the This is my right given to me the by the founding fathers, you know. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely saying some things about what's going on right now and it's definitely making some political statements. It it just didn't speak to me that much, you know. Um, you know, not every movie is for everyone and um I thought that the uh, I, I thought Grilla was was okay. Um, I thought it was kind of ironic that um, they were talking about Elizabeth Mitchell, uh, which I first saw her from Lost. She was uh, the one of the others in that show. Which one? Um, uh, the show. Remember the show Lost? Yeah, yeah. Where she was the one that um, 
the first one that they met that was considered like one of the others. The blonde chick? The blonde chick, yeah. yeah. And then she ended up uh, kind of siding with, because we can't really spoil loss to this point. <laughs> Because right. she kind of ended up siding with our with our folks, and we found out what she was really all about. Yeah, and I mean that's like a season two lost spoiler. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I just thought it was kind of ironic that I've always uh, a lot of people say she's extremely stacked, <laughs> and one of the first lines in the in the movie was a guy said, "Hey man, that." That senator has some little bitty titties, but she's got some big old balls. And I thought, uh, are we talking about the same Elizabeth Mitchell here? But yeah, I mean, for as far as I'm concerned, man, their their acting was was passable. Um, I would definitely give them this that they had some great set design. The uh, the the some of the cars, the way they had the cars set up, uh, some of the graffiti and stuff around town and stuff like that, just. They, they they really set up a pretty nice look to it. It was real creepy looking, so I'll definitely give them you know give them some points for that. Um, but I just didn't think it was all that well written, man. And and again, it just didn't speak to me, which doesn't mean that people aren't going to go out there and enjoy watching it. And if you enjoy the first two Purge movies, definitely go see this because, uh, like Brian said, it really does build on the mythology and it gives you a lot of backstory. Yeah, I think um, I think there's a, a couple ways they can go into the fourth one. So what do you so, see coming? Because I'm sure they're going to keep it going if this makes money, right? Um, I mean, without spoilers, what do you see <laughs> in general terms? Well, one way, I, if I if I say one way, then I'm going to spoil the ending. But I can also see maybe a prequel. Ah, okay. That could, yeah, that would make sense. That to would show be how good. it all started. Yeah, yeah I, I would totally watch a prequel. Cause, yeah, because I, I would I would like to see how people first reacted. Mm-hmm. To this being a, you know, you got twelve hours to do whatever you want. Yeah. And, well, and it's basically a, a population control thing, you know. But it's yes. it's like a it's it's almost a thriller slash sci fi thing because it's in mm-hmm. it's in a, a different universe, you know. Well, let me let me ask you guys. But it's a little too close to ours. <laughs> let me ask you guys this, and this has bothered me ever since the first Purge movie. Okay, I got to get this off my chest. So you got 12 hours to do literally whatever you want, right? Nothing is illegal. They don't specifically say murder only is legal. They say nothing is illegal, right? Right. Yeah. Why? The, where the fuck are all the, uh, the guys going in and breaking into the pharmacies and stealing drugs and going and knocking over guys that are, are drug lords? And I, I think it does. And where, where's all, it where's do- all the rape? Wouldn't there be a lot more rape? Well, I think I think it does happen, but I think that's they don't focus on that in the movie because I don't is I don't know this might be a minor little minor spoiler in the new one. Can I go ahead and yeah. say something? Um, the uh, the scene where um, the uh, I can't think of the actor's name, but he uh, I think his name's Joe in the movie. Okay, the guy that owns yeah. the deli, he gets the phone call All right. saying that his insur- his purge insurance. Has has just oh, yeah, raised. That, that's really early in the movie. That's no spoiler at all. Yeah. So I think that kind of stuff does happen. Okay. Because people have purge insurance on their store, their businesses, and ah, uh, okay. So right. I I think they just don't focus on it in the movie. Well, right, because the big, the big moral question is always, uh, you know, the 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 murder aspect of it, and you know, okay, how many people in a year would you like to just really put a hatchet in their head? More than one, that's for sure. <laughs> Usually when I'm driving. <laughs> but it, it becomes a whole lot more of a gray area when you talk about, you know, uh, uh, like robbing people and all that. Which I'm right. I, I, it's still obviously a very defined line, but it's not 
as bad as look we're killing somebody and that's what we're supposed to do because this is the time of the year that we're supposed to do that that's what right. they told us to do well brian obviously you enjoyed it more than more than i do any any other last words on this one um i will say they do keep up the tradition of i believe they up the ante in the outfits and the mask because it, it seems like right. if it's the purge you have to have the craziest mask <laughs> and outfit right. that you yeah. can think of as as the and guy the, in the movie said, this is Halloween for grown-ups, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I, I, I will give them a, a point on that one. Okay, cool. So, uh, you know, since just the two of us saw it, I guess it's just the two of us uh, giving scores. I'm going to guess your your score will be higher than mine, but let's see. I'm going to give it a 7. Okay. I can a, see that. A soft, a soft 7. Right. I can see that. Yeah, considering considering what you it. said about no, it, just and, after seeing the other two, I, I can see that. I mean, I, I will say this: there were there were some fun parts in it for sure. Um, like I said, I liked the set design. Um, didn't care at all for uh, you know for any of the dialogue. I thought it was really poorly written. The acting I thought was passable, but I expected a lot more out of Grillo because I've definitely seen him in better things. Um, I was actually going to give this movie a two. <laughs> Ouch. Brian, but when it got to the uh, to the final scene and the movie ended, uh, the particular song that they played I thought was genius, a, a genius choice. Um, and I also kind of thought it was kind of kind of interesting how they threw that angle in of the uh, people that weren't actually from America, uh, how they fit them into the movie. Oh, um, that was yeah. kind of interesting. So actually, uh, I will give it a three, um, which obviously means it's not one of my favorite films of the year. So, But, you know, hey, if I'd seen the second one, guys, which I understand is very much a direct prequel to this one, I definitely uh, would have probably given it a higher score. But why don't you guys talk about that one uh, since I didn't see Anarchy? Okay, uh, Philip, you want to go ahead and go first? Um, yeah, sure. I, I, I actually I liked The Purge Anarchy. I thought that it was uh, definitely a very different take than um than the first one uh it was just a uh instead of the home invasion kind of thing it turned it into more of a what's happening elsewhere and downtown um i do have a couple of questions one of them is dude why and i thought this during the first one too why on the day of the purge would you possibly be driving around or going to work or any of that shit? You know what I mean? Because you're just setting yourself up for failure. You know, what happens if your car breaks down? Well, guess what? We find out. You fucking die. <laughs> it's, uh, but no, I, I, I liked it. I thought it was uh, I thought it, I thought it was pretty good. It had um, a lot more epicness than the uh, than the first one did because they were in a lot of very short sweet scenarios and uh and there were a bunch of them they were in danger a lot you know yeah they they had to constantly keep moving yeah well i mean because they were moving through the uh through the city yeah but this one the, the one thing that this one had that the first one didn't have is uh frank grillo who like I said, was the only one who knew what the fuck he was doing out there. And mm -hmm. that's that's what drives me people. A bunch of people, or that's what drives me crazy. Uh, a bunch of people that are untrained in, in combat or guns or anything, trying to just kill a bunch of people, 
I mean, you're just asking to get killed, and that's the part that I don't understand. I mean, you have to be insane to go out there and try to hunt people while everybody else is hunting everybody else, you know? Yeah, he definitely was prepared right down to his car. Yeah, that was that was a pretty badass thing, man. The car was all, like, Kevlar-coated and uh, had bulletproof glass and all that. And uh, and then through a uh, whole government ac- uh, a government accent into it, you know the the big bad dudes in the eighteen wheelers with the uh, with the uh, like car mounted Gatling guns, and that yes. was one of my questions at the very beginning. I was like, wait a minute, didn't they say like class four weapons and lower were legal? And I don't know what the classes are in this particular world, but I would imagine something that gets bolted down to a vehicle. And it is fully automatic. A fucking Gatling gun is probably not legal during the purge. Well, there's there's no telling what the laws is, is because it's what is the time period like twenty twenty something? Twenty twenty two, I think, or twenty eighteen, yeah. I think, was the first year or something like that. Yeah, yeah but I mean, so, if it's for population control, I mean, you can't have just a fully auto thing that just mows people down. You know what I mean? Because that just is it spells disaster for everybody. They look pretty cool, though. Oh, it did look mm-hmm. cool, and that guy was an ass. But <laughs> that's the point. So, sounds like I probably should have should have seen this one in order to give the third one, you know, it's it's due. I thought it was yeah, good, man. I liked it. Yeah, because I totally agree. Like Frank Grillo's character is, you believe he's one hundred fully ready to go out on this night and do right. what he needs to do. Right, and he just ends up babysitting everybody else. Yeah, which I didn't really understand what was his motivation to help every single person that he came across because he's mm-hmm. a good guy man he's 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 somebody who went out there to go purge who is the everyday well not necessarily the everyday guy but he is he's the good guy you know and he's he, still going out there to do this purge thing uh what did you think about the uh, the whole uh like you brought up the the bad guy in the 18 wheeler what did you think about his character I mean that was uh it was a pretty definitive bad guy, you know. I mean cuz they had a whole um clan of people around him that were all body armored up and just annihilating everybody in their path. It definitely put some tension on it. It was kind of scary, you know. It was a little it was a little more over the top than the first one. I think I thought the first one was more um in a realistic type atmosphere and then this one this one was almost more of an action movie. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, definitely. Now, now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, I think I think you will like the third one. Yeah, if I'm, you I'm like sure this I one, because because I was I was a fan of this one, more of a fan than I expect. All right, cool guys. So I I think I'll go back and check this one out so I can give the third its due. Then, um, Philip, what would you give? Uh, what rating would you give it? I think I'm gonna say I'm gonna say six point five. It's 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 a tough one to give a rating to. But uh, I think it was definitely worth a watch. It was enjoyable. And as long as you don't take the political message too seriously, then uh, then then it's a good movie to, to check out. Cool. I am also going to give it a 6.5. I think uh, Frank Grillo, is, uh, he's, he's, he's awesome in this movie. Yeah. And um, I, I fully enjoy it. I like where his character kind of went into the third one. Right. based off of this um you kind of get into the whole uh you get introduced to the the anti-purge party i don't i don't i don't even know what they're called yeah 
That was and, Malcolm X dude that I was talking yeah. about. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they were uh they were saying that was what got me, man. They were talking about uh you know, he was coming over the airwaves and saying, Well, this is just a population control method set up by the rich to to keep down the poor. <laughs> And, uh, like, the old man in the movie was like, what, as that's poppycock. And I'm like, what? That's obviously what the point of the whole fucking thing is. <laughs> Plain as the nose on your face. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> but, yeah, I give it a 6.5. It was a, it was a good mixture right? of, of the original elements of the first one with action added to it. A little bit more action. Yeah. Good to so. see. Okay. So it sounds like you guys both enjoyed it more than you disliked it, and it sounds like it would yeah. be a it, it it's almost mandatory to probably see that before the third one. I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean Brian, you could answer better that better to that, you know, because you've seen both. Yeah, of them. because the 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 third one happens closely after the second one, so right. But the first one is probably not necessary to see the second one. Well, I, you know what? Speaking of the first one, I think we've all seen the original Purge, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, uh, Philip, what are what are your thoughts on that one? Or what 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 were your thoughts when you first saw it? Um, I thought you know a little bit of the same stuff. I thought that uh, you know, it was a it was a like a home invasion thriller, but set in a in a different world. It gave it a reason to be a home invasion thriller. You know, I have you, never heard a better description of the yeah, purge than you just gave. Because you you know you always see these home invasion thrillers and there's people that with like psychos with masks that are trying to break into your house and, for whatever and kill reason. everybody. And there's never a real good reason for it. You know, I'm I'm sorry, but you don't just get a bunch of sociopaths that try to break into your house and kill you right. unless you've given them a reason. And uh, and this one actually had a reason for that to happen. I I thought it was good. You know, it had a had a lot of. Uh, a lot of political messages again that I was trying not to look too far into because I, I think that I think that the messages were way left wing, and uh, I'm probably a little, a little over the top. Would yeah, you agree? I'm probably a little more of a right wing kind of person, but I don't know, man. I'm, oh, but folks, we don't hold on. We don't talk politics on on the horror returns. Just well, just a disclaimer here. I'm I'm a weird political person, man. Because I'll tell you right now, I'm 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 pretty moderate, but I have a lot of really white ring right wing thoughts and then I have a lot of really left wing thoughts too. So I'm I'm kinda scattered across the board. Yeah. It's it, I'm but, like that with music too. But non- dude. nonetheless it was like way over the top. I mean it just like I was saying, bonk bonk on the head big time, right? Right. So I you know you ha- you kinda have to ignore the political messages that it's trying to send and just watch it as a movie, as it's trying to be presented. And then it's 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 worth watching. Uh, there's a lot of situations in it where I wanted to yell at the people, what are you doing? <laughs> the fuck are you Stop doing? Stop being stupid. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you right now, if there's a bunch of little white privileged kids outside my house with machetes, they are going to rue the fucking day. They're <laughs> <laughs> going down, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be the one that's in trouble. Whether you work you. for a security company or not, huh? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm going to go Alamo on their ass. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was worth watching, man. I, I thought it, I thought it was good. It was it was a different movie when it came out. You know, it was a different for the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was uh, not not the biggest fan of the Purge guys. I I thought it was pretty much just a straight ahead home invasion movie. I did I didn't get a whole lot out of it. 
um, that was new. Although Philip, uh, I, I, I do like the way you described it. Yeah, it was like a home invasion movie with a purpose. There was mm-hmm. like a reason and a setup for it. Um, I thought also just like you that a lot of the main characters were extremely stupid, which sucks because it <laughs> which had a really killer sucks. cast, man. Killer yeah. cast, especially looking back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ethan Hawke and speaking uh, of Cersei, man, if she had behaved yeah, in Cersei, this movie like she behaves in Game of Thrones, well, she's kind of it would have been over in about ten minutes. She's kind of a badass towards the end of it. Well, when she needs to be, right? Yeah, when she needs to be. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I didn't get that much out of it, guys. To tell you the truth, I mean. I thought it was kind of, um, I mean, you know, obviously, again, the political messages to me were just like way overboard from the word go. Um, you know, I just didn't necessarily think it brought that much new. Um, and why is it that if the purge allows you to murder people without any kind of repercussions, why the fuck do you need to wear a mask anyway? Why the fuck did he go to work that day? Like, he came home and mm-hmm. ate dinner, and the purge started. And he right. was like, oh, I didn't know what the time was. Are you fucking stupid? <laughs> Dude, take the day off, man. Oh, you're going to fire me? Well, that sucks, because I don't want to die, so fuck you. <laughs> there was a lot of stupidity in this movie, wouldn't you say, Brian? How about you get control yes. of your GD kids? <laughs> yeah, oh, my gosh. The worst kids ever. <laughs> That's, That's saying a lot, my friend. Now, okay, that girl was fucking hot, but she's <laughs> dumb as a fucking brick, man. God, I wanted to hit her in the face <laughs> oh, talk, uh, talking about ethan, uh, ethan hawk's daughter yeah oh that's uh mary queen of scots man yeah you didn't know that no. yeah yeah the tv show rain have you guys ever heard of that uh uh-uh. yeah Adela- adelaide kane is her name she actually plays mary queen of scots he's like i'm the super strict show i'm the super strict father and i'm gonna let you wear this little schoolgirl outfit with these fucking thigh highs and <laughs> tied up t-shirt oh man like she's yeah, and, gorgeous, but and how old is her boyfriend supposed to be? I don't know. He couldn't have been that much older than her because they're both young. I mean, right? Worst case scenario, he's twenty five and she's eighteen, which is definitely not acceptable. But hey, that was my sister, man. Right. <laughs> yeah, and, and let's not get started on their son. Ah, oh, jeez, what a little dumbass. Yeah. yeah. This is gonna. I think this is gonna be my thing for every show. The right. stupid people, right down to. Oh the yeah, stupid it is. It is. You said that last stupid. time. Hey, but he was the only one with a good moral compass, man. Right. Yeah. I. Yeah, he should have, but he should have went about it a different way. He just yeah. kind of. Good moral compass, stupid decisions. And uh, I want to get into the end. I really hated when the neighbors came. And right. you thought they were helping? Yeah, oh, you didn't like that? That was, uh, that was a I, whole other thing right there. I hated their whole reasoning. Yeah, it, it didn't... <sighs> okay, because... Uh, spoiler alert. So they came over and... Well, this this uh, movie's way more than a year old. They came dude. over and it looked like they were helping. And then they were like, Oh no, we wanted to kill you because you sold us a bunch of security systems and got rich off of our neighborhood. Yeah, and you you guys <laughs> just, put it into your house and threw it in our face. I'm like, stupid. really? Are you serious? Yes. Okay, the guy is in sales. He sells security systems. You bought security systems. He didn't hold a fucking gun to your head. Now, you see, where I thought the, where that should have went is earlier in the movie where... I can't think of her name. Lena Headey, yeah, Cersei right. Lannister. She was right. asking her husband, "Is our security system safe? Is right. it going to keep them out?" And he basically said, "No, it's not." 
it's not impenetrable. Right. They can get in here. Now, see, if they would have went that way and the neighbors felt like he got rich off of the, off of them selling them faulty security systems. Uh-huh. I would have I would have bought that more. That's than, true. That would have made right. more sense. Yeah. But I mean, he said no security no security system is impenetrable. Which I mean, is, which I mean, is true. you know, you put some steel doors and shit in, but if they bring in trucks and and hook some steel chains to them and yank them off the fucking hinges, then I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. You know, I mean, you can drive a car through a fucking wall somewhere. I mean, mm-hmm. nothing's impenetrable. Yeah, I just, I just wanted a little bit better reasoning because for for majority of their supposed friends, yeah, just hated them because right. they sold security systems. The uh, the blonde chick played a, played a really good bitch though because I hated yes, her. Did. Oh, I hated her. I was so. Okay, that last that one of those last scenes where Lena Headey fucking smashes her face into the table and says, "Can we get five fucking seconds of peace?" <laughs> that was that was one of my favorites because I wish that she had hurt her a little more than that. All right, well, you guys ready to get into uh, ratings then? Yeah, um, I'm gonna go ahead and give this one a five. Yeah, ah, I didn't yeah. I didn't enjoy it as much as two and three. Right. I'm gonna be honest. The first time I watched it, I I did kind of doze off. Mm-hmm. In, in in the beginning, it, it I don't know. Um, I do agree with the it's a invasion movie with a purpose, but it right. just kind of I don't know. It didn't it didn't really grab me at first. The whole con you know I went to go see the movie because the whole concept of the purge was intriguing. Yeah, but it didn't wow me in this movie. That makes sense. I mean, I think that, you know, with... I mean, because they kept losing... How big is this fucking house? They kept losing their kids in the house and who kept running off because they were throwing temper tantrums. Oh, don't don't forget the guy. Oh, right. And the, the dude that they let him in nowhere. and they couldn't fucking find him <laughs> in their own house. I'm like, okay, if your house is that big, you got other problems to right. deal with. Uh, anyway, aside from the the big plot holes like that, I thought that the cast was really awesome. I, I think that the acting was good. Um, there was just a lot of those common sense issues that I had issues with, and right. I think for that reason, I'm gonna have to give it a six. I want to give it a seven, but if it, it, but I have to give it a six because of that. Because there were so many times where I was like, "Oh, that's stupid." And I mean, if you have one night a year where people are definitely trying to kill you, you probably ought to be a little more well-trained in guns so that somebody with a machete is not going to take you out when you have a gun. No kidding, man. It would be it would be a completely different world, wouldn't it? Yeah. Even if it's just one night, even if it's just 12 fucking hours a year, well, you would start getting into a lot. I would think you'd make less money on security systems and more money on fucking training people how to kill other people. There'd be a gun on me at all times. You know? I'll tell you that right now. So it sounds like uh, Brian, you definitely liked each movie better than the one prior, which is which is a good sign. Yeah, yeah, I, fe- I felt like they pro- they progressed. And uh, did you did you give your score? You said a seven, right? No, I, I said a six, and okay. I think, but I, you know, when they brought out the second one, my my initial right? reaction was, you know, I don't know that that. I mean, it was a good movie, but I don't know that that movie was good enough to have a sequel to it. And then I actually really enjoyed the sequel. Right. Well, I, w- I would give the original Purge. A- of course, I hadn't seen the second one, and the third I gave it a, a three. Um, I- I'd give the original Purge a 3.5. You know, I mean, I liked about a third of it. It Ouch. was uh, 
it was okay. You know, it was okay. Um, I didn't think the acting was that great. I think the cast, again, just like the third one, I thought the cast, with the cast they had at hand, in my opinion, they should have done a better job. So I, I think it boils down to directing and writing. I yeah, love you. From, hot, my, from my experience. But yeah. anyway, um, so yeah, I'd give I'd give it a 3.5. So, um, you know, that's it for the three films for this week, folks. Um, so now, of course, it's time for uh, listener feedback. <laughs> this week's listener feedback comes from uh, Marc Chevalier from uh, Montreal, Quebec. Uh, Marc says... I listened to the first episodes of The Horror Returns, and I've enjoyed them a lot. Uh, there was a bit of an audio echo problem in the first episode, but I didn't hear it in the second, so it sounds like you've solved it. Hey, that's because we were recording in the kitchen, and I think we fixed it. <laughs> hey, hey, thanks for the feedback, Mark. <laughs> get, get it? Get it? Thanks for the feedback, <laughs> No, for real, cause, because I noticed that, too, and I, I, I like that you threw that honest commentary in there. Um... Uh, he says, I caught up with the horror returns. Each episode gets better and better. Keep it up. Thanks, guys. Uh, and you can reach us with your comments, ideas, and questions at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com uh, or message us through our Facebook page or leave us an iTunes review. And please, please, please do any of that if, uh, if you have any questions, comments, criticisms, praise, whatever, man. We love to hear it. Thank you so much. All right, as always, we want to thank you for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. We'd love to hear your feedback and ideas. As Philip said, you can reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. For up-to-the-minute news, reviews, and interviews, visit our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash thehorrorreturns and follow us on Twitter at at horror underscore returns. You can find us on Podbean at thehorrorreturns.podbean.com. Also look for us on iTunes, and if you like what you hear, please rate us and review us so we can get those numbers up and continue to bring you bigger and better stuff. Next week, we are going to be bringing you a special show covering best book to movie adaptations and an interview with British horror author Sam Stone. And the following week, we will be reviewing Collapse, directed by Jason Morris, and also Stephen King's The Mist. So, until the horror returns again, good.